0: is Kayla Layton. Is that how to pronounce it correctly?
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Uh-huh. And, uh, Kayla, introduce yourself, and then we'll go from there.
1: Absolutely. Hi, everybody. My name is Kayla Layton. Um, I'm from New Hampshire. I'm owner and founder of Precious Parties by Kayla, a professional children's entertainment company. And I'm also owner and founder of the brand Jacked Elsa and Team Jacked Elsa.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, so, what, like, motivated you to start what you're doing now?
1: Absolutely. Um, so I was about 16 years old, um, and that's when I first started Precious Parties by Kayla. Um, uh, my parents, they went through a divorce, and rather than focusing on all the negative energy, I tried to focus on all the positive things. So I got super involved with everything that I could in school, and I just ended up you know, trying to create something really positive and happy. So my first business, um, a professional children's entertainment company, that's where I host birthday parties dressed up as different princesses like Cinderella or Elsa. And that was just a great outlet for me um, to get happiness and to spread happiness everywhere. So I think just making other people happy makes me very, very happy. And also when I started my brand, Jack Delta, uh, what basically what I do is I'm an Instagram influencer. So I do daily posts, um, usually they're motivational, and I try to have content where people can relate to or they can, you know, take it and use it uh, for making their lives better. So fitness content, inspirational content, all that stuff. And then Team Jack Delsa, um, I'm a fitness coach. So I've helped transform about 80 clients right now. And, you know, I've have over 800 pounds lost from the team and everybody's doing a great job. So I'm so happy with everything that's going on right now.
0: And how did you get like Jack Delsa? Like w- were you just into Disney movies? Is that why?
1: <laughs> so it's a funny story. I actually, um, I used to work at Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know if you know what that is. Yes. But um, <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was Chucky. I dressed up as the rat and, One day when I wasn't in character, um, this one family approached me and they told me that I looked like um, a princess. So they asked me if I could do or host their daughter's birthday party dressed up as Cinderella. Turned out that family was through Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, So I did a lot of volunteer work with them and hospital visits dressed up as Cinderella. Uh, From there, that's, you know, that's where it started. And I just fell in love with it. I always grew up with Disney. I went to Disney all the time when I was younger. Um, And, I've always been super, super girly. So I think, you know, over the years, it started with the Precious Parties by Kayla. So I got to play princess on the weekend. And then when uh, the movie Frozen came out, everybody told me that I looked just like Elsa. So I introduced that character into Precious Parties. And then I decided just out of the blue to create Jack Elsa because I was really into fitness. I competed in some in a, in a fitness competition, actually. So that's where it all started. And it's it's pretty fun. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's such like, the first time I, I, I really wanted you as a guest, just, it took, I mean, it's always the scheduling that takes a lot of time, but it was always like, like, you know, yeah. y- your, your story was very interesting. Like, I was like, what, Jack Elsa? this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, like,
1: yeah, no, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, I think that I wanted to do something that was different. Um, I know that there's a lot of great, wonderful brands out there from different influencers and, you know, people trying to aspire to to get their name or or their mission or whatever they want out there. Um, So I figured why not take the two most important things in my life, um, you know, fitness, and I'll explain why that's important in a second. And then also, you know, my business, Precious Parties, because I'm truly, you know, making these kids lives so much you know, just a little magic in their lives if they're having a hard time or whatever it is. And I like making people happy. But the reason why fitness is so important to me. So I actually um, when I was 13, I struggled with an eating disorder and I dropped down to only 98 pounds. And it was it was so bad. I had a lot of body dysmorphia issues and um, very insecure. Um, and then I ended up getting out of that. High school was OK, but college came and I ended up gaining 40 pounds. So I was always into fitness and it was a way for me to, you know, it was a stress reliever for me. However, um, college came and I was so focused on my business. I'd go to school in Boston from Monday through Thursday. And then Thursday night, take the bus home back to New Hampshire and run my business. So I was prioritizing other things rather than putting myself first. So one day I remember I I looked in the mirror and I was like, Oh man, like (laughs) I don't want to feel like this. I didn't feel confident. I didn't feel healthy. Um, so I went back to my class and I told my my group partners at the time, I'm like, I'm going to compete in a fitness competition. And Everybody kind of laughed and made fun of me almost. And, and I was like, yeah, yeah, like it's funny. And then that that thought always stayed with me. So ever since then, I've always just wanted to, you know, be that inspiration and show people that if you have some sort of body dysmorphia issue or you're going through a hard time or you're super, super busy that you can make. You know, your dreams happen and you just have to put yourself first no matter what. You can't make others happy unless you put yourself first So, and make yourself happy.
0: Yeah. How did you how did the idea come to your head? Was it like something that you always wanted to do or?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So I've always um, enjoyed being um you know, a leader. So but I'm an only child. So that probably has something to do with it. And then also my parents, like I said earlier, my parents divorced when I was 14, 13 or 14. Um, So I was very independent uh, growing up. And I always like, I know I said, say this a million times, but I like making people happy. So I figured like, why not create something on a larger scale where I can reach more than just people that I'm meeting, you know, on a daily basis? Like, how about you know, the internet, like maybe I can create something where I can get instead of like a few, like a hundred people that know me like thousands and thousands of people. And ever since I started my brand, Jack Delta, I've gotten hundreds and hundreds of different messages from girls and guys and everybody just saying that, you know, I've, either help them on their fitness journey, help them with some issue that's going on in their life. And that is so rewarding. That's, that's what drives me and pushes me and and makes me want to keep going. So it's not just like, Hey, let me take a picture and post it. And hopefully I get a thousand likes. It's like, Hey, let me take this picture, write something that'll help, you know, maybe change somebody's life. And that's why I do this. Like I use social media as a business tool to help inspire people and to help other people reach their goals.
0: And, of helping people reach their goals how how does that make you feel after they've done it
1: yeah no that's a great question um it it makes me feel very fulfilled um it warms my heart for sure i i think that that's what drives me every single day um if i make somebody smile then you know that that's all that matters to me and i was always like that like even growing up in school um I would always stick up for people or if somebody was sitting alone at lunch, I'd sit with them and talk to them because I know that like how I know how I want to be treated and how I want to feel. So that's, I want to make others feel the way I want to feel. And so why,
0: yeah. why do you think you're so, such a helpful person or always want to kind of like, <laughs> like that's, that's such an interesting thing.
1: Thank you. Um, Again, I think like it channels back to, me growing up, um, my mom was an absolute sweetheart. She's literally like a Disney princess. It's, she's a super caring, wonderful woman and always put everybody first. Um, my dad, uh, he was a, he was definitely a, um, very good with business and everything and, um, you know, hardworking. And I think I got a good mix of in between. And I think also from, from that divorce, I just real, I went through a lot with it and it was a lot of like, bad energy and bad stuff that was going on so I figured like I don't want anybody to feel how I how I felt you know so I think it channels back to just I I want people to be happy because I know how bad like it can feel being sad about something so not to be gloomy but
0: (laughs) yeah yeah I I understand what you're saying and yeah how is it being like your own boss being, you know, you're kind of, you're running things on your own or. Probably, yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, so I, I love it. I think it's incredible. Um, I didn't come from a lot of money. I'm a first uh, generation college student and I had to pay for like everything myself. Um, I had four <laughs> jobs at once when I was 16. Um, and I think it's just very, very empowering. So, I don't like working for other people. I, I absolutely hate it. Um, I like being in charge of a lot of things. And I mean, I'm sure everybody to some con- to some degree can say that they don't like working for people. But um, I think having the power to be in control um, makes me feel good, but not in, a, in like a dictator way. You know what I mean? Like more like, I know that, I know what I'm dreaming of and what I envision. And I want that dream to come out um, in the right way. But that doesn't mean that I can't have people help me along the journey, and be a dictator. Just rather be a good leader.
0: And like, what made you want to pursue that, like fitness and stuff? Was it? Your
1: I think, yeah, yeah, no. Um, I think what I said earlier, um, just going through the eating disorder, and you know, uh, one thing that I I didn't mention is that um, uh, y- there's so much things that you see online about how a lot of judgment on women's bodies and men's bodies too on just how you have to look a certain way and how if you you know if you have like love handles you're fat if you're too skinny you're gross and all this stuff and I've had people say some things to me as well like family members at the dinner table I remember when I was overweight they'd make pig noises at me because I was having seconds and even though I play it off like, oh yeah, that's funny guys. Like it actually, it really hurts me. And there's so many other people that are going through those things right now that, you know, men and women that have either a significant other that's like jokingly making fun of them about their weight, but it hurts them. Or maybe they, you know, at school and there's some bully making fun of them. Like, I get it. I understand how hard it is. Um, and that's why when I, especially with team Jack, Delsa, um it's with my male and female clients i always try to make them feel um important because everybody is important and they're trusting me and putting you know their their concerns into my hands so i need to give them my all to give them the ability to achieve their goals
0: yeah i that's that's like you're such a dynamic person in that kind of way cuz <laughs> a lot of people don't i mean uh, i think we all naturally want to help people but the the you yeah. know it's, it's sometimes it, it's different for other people, but what I think is what you're doing is great. You know, keep Thank on, you. keep on trucking on. And, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like that's a, <laughs> like, like how, how, how have you, like what motivate, what motivates you now? Like that you're kind of, you kind of know what you're doing now that you're yeah doing it for a while. So,
1: so what, what motivates me? Um, I think, What keeps me motivated is having all of these people that continuously reach out to me and say that I've either helped them or changed their lives or especially with um, precious parties and going to these parties. I've had kids come up to me and just the way that they look at me, they genuinely believe that I'm a real princess. They think that Elsa is real or Cinderella is real. And it just it I can't describe the feeling. It really makes me feel so incredibly happy and i wish that i could share this feeling with other people um but you know i I think just being able to achieve my goals um and make others happy is what motivates me
0: and for sure yeah yeah do you you constantly have goals or are you always just kind of like
1: yeah yeah that's um that's one thing that I've always um had is I've always had very very high goals. Um, when I was younger I I was a big dreamer. Um like I remember sitting in class in school and my mind would go all over the place. I'd doodle everywhere in my book and or my notes and everything that I had I'd doodle on it and I'd just be thinking of const, constant new ideas of what I could do to improve myself or what can I do to make my friends happy or if I was dating somebody um or my current boyfriend right now like what what can I do to make them happy um I think that it just I don't know I just I I like helping people um and I think that that's definitely something that keeps me motivated and you know (laughs) sorry
0: (laughs) it's okay yeah yeah I, I understand what you're saying and those some of those feelings that you know I don't know what it is about helping others it's like it gives you this feeling like huh like you did something and you, you accomplished something and of course you're helping them. But yeah, yeah. you don't you can't really uh, explain the words or like there's no words for explaining how you feel in that moment. It's it's really mm-hmm. strange.
1: Definitely. Definitely. That's that's definitely um, and then one thing that, you know, I I guess I'll give as advice um, to anybody that's listening and that has listened this far is that don't do anything for the money. Because if you do something for the money and not for the enjoyment, then you're not going to have a fulfilled life. Um, I grew up with not too much. And I think that, you know, obviously, you know, you run a business to make money. However, if, if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, that, that's not you're not going to get any enjoyment. So do what you love And if you, you know, if you're not happy in your current job or if you wish you were making more money, then brainstorm like five to 20 different things that you love and then just figure out how you can, how you can make money from it. So I just happened to, you know, think of being a coach and then I absolutely love doing it. It's, I feel so fulfilled that I'm able to help so many people and transform their lives. And, you know, I have one client, she lost 40 pounds and it just, it, it makes me so happy seeing those results. So do what you love doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ne- never chase the money. It's it, it, w- it will come eventually. That's what I always say.
1: Exactly.
0: Working towards yes. it.
1: Yes. Yes. And then um, another thing that I tell people is that, you know, you should never um, expect or you should never work for the short term, um, I guess, achievements or goals like nothing is nothing that's worth it is short term like you you have to go for the long term goals so for example right weight loss um you can't expect to lose 10 pounds in a week that's not going to happen i mean i'm sure there's some unhealthy way that you can do it but if you want real results and you're going to have to work hard it's going to be consistent work and you have to be determined about it um and I lost 40 pounds in January, uh, this past year, January to June. And then that's when I competed in my first fitness competition. Um, and it took a while to do because my metabolism was all messed up from my, um, you know, from the eating disorder that I had and from just the way that my body is built. I just had a slower metabolism, but I was consistent with You know, eating clean, going to the gym, doing all that. And same with growing your brand and your business. It's not going to be overnight success. And that's what's something that people don't understand and they give up. So Jack Delsa, for example, right? I have currently, I think I have 60,000 followers right now. And I organically grew that within a year. Um, And every day I would go on social media for probably 10 to, I kid you not, 10 to 14 hours a day. Every single day working, just trying to grow, networking, trying to, you know, build my brand. And everybody was like, you're insane. Like, what are you doing? You're not getting paid to do this. So it was about like a year of unpaid work, just grinding every single day. And then finally, I got a brand that was reputable. And people believe in me and they trust me. And I have fans that like my stuff every single day um, because I worked for it. Anybody can buy Instagram followers. However, is that going to help their business or their brand? Absolutely not. You know, like it it just, you have to work for it. If you want something, you'll work for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You always have to work and it's, it's not, it's not going to come easy most of the time.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Results don't happen in one day. Usually it takes, you know, maybe months, maybe years. And yes. And I think, I don't know. I feel like this is, this is something collaborating with others and, kind of working with others is really what can expand that horizon.
1: Absolutely, definitely. I think um, you know, that's that's the way of of growing yourself is just constantly networking and, and meeting new people and introducing yourself and you know, talking to as many people as you can because you never know who you're going to meet and you never know what is going to happen and what connection you can get from from that person. So, it's I'm definitely a firm believer of just be kind to all and be humble.
0: Yeah, I I always say that because it's such a, uh, you know, it's it's something that everyone needs to do. You know, just yeah. yeah. And I think most people are just afraid to start and try, and that that's really oh, where yeah. where it all begins.
1: Oh, there's definitely fear and anxiety Um, that happens to everybody. I mean, I'm not going to lie and tell you that I've never had anxiety before. Um, Everybody goes through it. And one of the hardest lessons that I had to learn was, you know, you have to love yourself first and you have to be in charge of your own happiness and your own choices. So if you never jump, you'll you'll never know if you can fly. And that was that was a big step for me because I was always so afraid to take the next steps. And I'm like, what if, what if, what if, but then once I jumped, I was able to start flying. And then, so just (laughs) don't even think about it. If you have an idea, count to five, like one, two, three, four, five, and then just do it. (laughs) Like, Do it before your brain can process it. Obviously within reason. I mean, if it's a good decision, but.
0: (laughs) Yes. And, um, of course you'll be you helping all these people and what are your like your long, long-term goals or your new goals? No,
1: that's a great question. Um, so my new goals, um, I definitely would love to keep continuously growing my brand Jack Delsa. Um, I just, I would love to just get that following bigger and bigger and bigger so I can constantly just be helping more people on a larger scale. Um, I want to grow team Jack Delsa, my, my coaching, um, even bigger than it is now and hopefully get it to a very, very large following where people, you know, believe in a the brand. They see the results. It's actually working um, and hopefully just, you know, see where that stems and where that takes off. And I think another big thing that I would like to accomplish is I want to become a more of a mentor uh, to some younger girls. So probably just getting out of co- or high school and or if not still in high school, I would love to just be their mentor and help them in the right direction, because I never really had that person to help guide me. And I know how scary it can be. And that's going back to that last question. I know like, the anxiety that you feel and just having that right person is it's so helpful. Because being an entrepreneur, you know, you're your own boss. You don't have somebody giving you a, a set of guidelines to, like, you need to do this, this, this. It's like, oh, hey, here's the real world. Like, figure it out. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, but I feel. It, it, yeah. it's, so, it's so amazing because it's like, it doesn't. Not not that it's not work, but it doesn't feel like work. Like, you're not on the clock.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, um, you know, it's funny. I saw this quote um a little while ago, and it said that entrepreneurs they they would rather work like 24 hours a day seven days a week than work for somebody for 40 to 60 hours a week and it's so true like you know I say like oh like I make my own hours like I can I can do what I want all this stuff however like I'm working constantly 24 7 because if I don't put in the work I know that I won't make money or I won't grow or I won't help people. So I can put in like an hour a day, but am I going to pay my bills? Absolutely not. So I've been working (laughs) this past, well, like probably a few months ago, I worked 30 days straight without a break. And that was, that was a lot. Like I needed to chill out and just put, you know, put me first again. So I have a hard time um, focusing with that. And I really have to, Listen to either motivational speeches or just do yoga or something to just like calm myself down because everybody needs to have time for themselves.
0: And how do you handle all that pressure? I mean like you're it's your own (laughs) pressure, it's not someone else pressuring you.
1: Yeah. Um you know, it's it's definitely tough at times. Um I think one big thing that I had to learn was I need to separate my emotions from from work and I'm a very, very emotional person. Um, I, I tend to think with my heart sometimes more than my brain, which can be a bad thing. Um, so I, that was a skill that I had to learn over the years to just separate that. Cause you know, you get close to your clients or you get close to whoever you're doing your party for or coaching. And if something happens in their life, you know, you can't, you can't get too emotionally attached to it and you have to remember that like it is still business um but i think like the pressure i just have to going to the gym helps me a lot that's why again like fitness is very important to me because i have that little you know hour or two hour period where i can just plug in my headphones listen to music and crank it out and that's my stress reliever um and then also again like doing yoga or something and i i hate it absolutely hate doing yoga because like it's hard for me to calm down and calm my mind down but i I do it because I know it works and you have to push yourself to be uncomfortable to get to help yourself grow.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> yoga.
0: Yoga's tough. I mean, I
1: yeah, mean, I'm not good at it. No, I'm terrible. <laughs>
0: yeah. Try hot yoga, everyone. That's 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 where you got to do it. That's
1: oh my god.
0: Oh my gosh. I remember the doors just opening it up and I was like air finally like you yeah, just like, lose absolutely your breath. not. Yeah.
1: Yeah, hot yoga is terrible. I go there and I, com- I I complain to myself, not I mean not to everybody, but I complain in my head. I'm like, "Oh, this is terrible. I want to get out." And then after i leave an hour after i'm like oh my god that was amazing so it's one of those things where you do it and you don't like doing it but after you you definitely feel calmer and better and everything mm-hmm. so
0: <laughs> but then you start looking around and you're like oh my gosh this is this is crazy like i think it's the most yeah. difficult most difficult i don't i, I don't I, you could be like an nfl player and you go in there or i don't <laughs> i don't care who you are like you go in there yeah. and if you haven't done yoga before you're going to you're gonna feel the pain. I mean, especially oh, yeah. that 90 minute class or 60 minute class. You know, you're gonna be like, "Oh, please, it's is it over yet?" And you're gonna be like, 20 yeah. minutes in, and you're gonna be like, "Nope, nope." But yeah, that's always interesting. <laughs> yoga is tough. I, 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 it definitely I, is. If you're a yoga master out there, I just uh, I, I don't know how you do it. It's it's so tough. <laughs>
1: oh i definitely agree with everything you just said that's funny mm-hmm.
0: and you can't you can't like i try to calm myself down like the first time it was always like calm down calm down Then i just be, like mm-hmm. i can't do this i can't do this yeah you No. Know? and then every once in a while you know we would do a pose that i was like i got this i know what i'm doing and <laughs> and it's just like oh my gosh and then we switch to this other pose that i can't do at all and it just, oh. it's just—it's so exhausting. I've never—I've—I've I've, I've never been more exhausted in my life from just <laughs> yoga. It's—it's—it's it's, it's something that I can't. No, no, no.
1: Yeah. No. I Want to hear a funny story? So when I'm very, very bad at yoga, um, as we just said, but I'm not that flexible um, by any means. And so back in high school, I needed a gym credit, and at the time, I did my makeup, and I didn't want to get sweaty in the middle of gym and then like go back to school and have my makeup all ruined so <laughs> um so i decided why not try cheerleading like why not i've never cheered in my entire life right so i'm a sophomore tried out that year everybody made the team everybody made varsity right i was so bad at cheerleading i couldn't even do a cartwheel could not do a split nothing like they <laughs> it was so, it was so bad however the the plus to this, right, is that that year my school won states. So I was like, "Oh yeah, like I'm a varsity cheerleader," but I like I could I didn't do anything. It was so funny.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can always say that. That's a, that's hilarious.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like I I you know I didn't really take it that serious. I just had fun with it, and um, they're always like, "Kayla, like just go sit in the back." Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like sure. <laughs> But it was still fun. Why not do something that makes you uncomfortable, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's always try something new.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that, 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 I don't know. I feel like time anything that involves you know, gymnastics or anything. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know how anyone <laughs> can handle that. Like if you're, if you put, I saw someone, you know, first time in yoga, you see someone put their leg behind their head. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, oh. that's not supposed to happen. That's not, <laughs> yeah, That's not how the human body works. And then they say, well, this is, you know, uh, I forget the yoga teacher, but he, he had like an accent. And I was always like, so how does this work? You know, your body, <laughs> your body is, can do anything. And I'm like, it can do anything. And then he just, you know, Puts both legs behind his back. He's like, he can't do anything. And I'm like, and
1: you're like, oh, I can't do that.
0: (laughs) Nope. And I'm like, no, no. And he's like, you just got to try slow and steady wins the race. I'm like, okay. But that's always interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, with practice, anything is achievable. So Mm -hmm. he is right in a way, you know, because there are some goals that people may think um, they can't achieve. But if you keep working at it every single day, you'll get to it with consistent, consistency and hard work and determination and that's okay so I'm just gonna say something that is important to me and I hope that anybody that's listening um can take this and use it to their advantage is that no journey is ever going to be perfect right so my life is not perfect and I just am taking the best parts of my life and then really really focusing all my energy on that and yeah, like stuff's gonna happen, but it's okay. Channel that negative stuff and turn it into something positive. So, for example, if you're on a weight loss journey and you have a hundred pounds to lose, right? It may seem impossible at the time, and it may be really, really hard, or you feel like you can't do it, or you're too busy. But there's, think about it. There's somebody that's, you know, has twice as much weight to lose, and they work twice as hard as you, and they're still doing it. So. I like to look at it like that. Um, think of it as we're very fortunate to, you know, live in this country and to have these opportunities and to be able to do the things that we can do. So take advantage of everything that you can um, to achieve your goals and just look at it from a positive outlook. And if you're struggling, if you're having a hard time, like type in on YouTube, motivational speeches. When I did my fitness competition, I <laughs> there was so many days where I would just go to the gym and just, I was so tired, but I knew my goal and I knew I had to reach a certain weight and I had to be a certain, you know, physique for the show. So I sucked it up and I did it and I'd go to the gym and I'd cry on the way to the gym, but I'd turn on my, um, <laughs> my motivational gym, YouTube videos and listen to them on full blast in my car. And it would, it would cheer me up and it make me feel better. So it, it, you know, you got to tough it up and get through it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if self-help books help a lot. I mean, there's Absolutely. motivational yeah. speakers. Like if you have someone yelling in my ear, I, j- I don't know what it is. It's, it, it it just like, it it, it it lights a fire under me or like, you know,
1: mm-hmm. some
0: other people, you know, it's like, if they doubt you, like, you can't do that. I'm like, oh, w- w- watch this, watch this, <laughs> you know? <It's>
1: Exactly. Like, <laughs> yes. And, and that, that's a really good point that you have. And I think that's what, um you know, the most successful people have the, the hardest stories um, or the hardest struggles and it's probably because they've channeled that negative stuff and then really really pushed it toward something positive and you know they're kind of just like hey I told you so I can do it don't you didn't believe in me look at me now type of thing
0: yeah there's there's just I mean there's so many motivational speakers it's, I mean you got Tony Robbins you got I mean there's so many like I, I don't know how you know everyone yeah. and you know, you might not like Tony Robbins, just like I don't. Like, I don't like, I don't know, His just his, his, his voice. But, you know, mm-hmm. what he's saying is good. Just, you know, if he had Morgan Friedman, you know, talk like that <laughs> or say whatever he's saying, <laughs> it would be so much better. Just because for my ears, that's like the what I want to hear from someone. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's always like that. I mean, I know some people don't like my voice. So it's, 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 I, it's, oh. it's, it's, it's so understandable. And you just got to find the right one for you, I mean.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, not, you know, you can't please everybody. It comes down to that. There's always going to be somebody that either doesn't like you, doesn't support you, or has something bad to say about you. But honestly, just ignore it and just keep doing you. Yeah, yeah. because they don't matter it really that that doesn't matter those people that are talking bad about you are like what well, first of all if they have time to do that about you like they're focusing way too much of their personal energy on you which a means that you're doing a good job at something because they're either jealous or they want to be like you or b they're just like oh, I, just, I don't know <laughs> you know what i mean like it just it blows my mind so don't let other people put you down. And I think that's really important.
0: <laughs> yeah. And learning from your mistakes. I mean,
1: I, I mean, if, oh, you, yes.
0: if you, if you, know, if, if you, run, my favorite analogy is if you run into a wall and you keep running to the wall over and over, you're doing something wrong. You know, there's always
1: absolutely a, you know, yes,
0: change your approach. Cons-
1: yeah. That's insanity. When you keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting the same result. Um, and difference. I think that, yeah, a lot of people, they do that and they get in the habits. You know why is because we are programmed to do something instinctually. So if something feels, you know, for example, like if we are sad, right. And so we're sad and we go get ice cream because ice cream, we think will make us feel better. It it releases endorphins. And then we feel good for short term, uh, a short term period. However like that's going to be in our brain that every time we're sad that hey ice cream makes us feel good so we'll keep doing that however it's going to turn into an unhealthy habit because every time you're sad you're expecting that ice cream instead try to you know cut the cycle change that and when you're sad do something that's going to better you go work out or maybe you know go get some of the stuff you need to get done for the day and that'll that'll start changing the way um that you're thinking. So going back again to the beginning, what I said, if you never jump, you're never gonna fly. So we're just stuck in that very instinctual way of like, oh, it feels good. We're safe. but you know, you can grow, you can get bigger. you can do anything that you want to do.
0: Mm-hmm. So I, this is a good question. i've always I always like asking this, like what, in your mind, what is you know constructive what's the difference between negative and like constructive criticism to you?
1: Okay, so, Um, I, like I said earlier, I'm a very, very, very sensitive person. So it has always been very difficult for me to take, uh, criticism and constructive criticism. Um, I like in a very, I guess, kind way. So for example, right, if I have clients and I see that they're not progressing in their program, um, I'll ask them, I'll say like, I'll be very supportive. I will usually start off with a compliment because I am truly proud of every single one of them. Um, and then I'll go to, you know, like, hey, like, you know, breaking it down, are you following your macros? Like, did something happen this week? Like, let me know. Like, it's all about empathy. You have to connect with your clients. If you don't have any empathy at all, then nothing's going to work. They're not going to trust you. They're not going to care about you. And if they feel like they can trust you, then all is going to be perfect. So I think uh, constructive criticism is, you know, it's essential if you have empathy for somebody. Very, very important.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, was, I was, she,
1: Yeah.
0: It's a, it's kind of a, a, a wiggly line. I don't know how to say it. Um, it's very, no,
1: I understand. Yeah.
0: It's like, you know, I'm a very straightforward person. So if I think you're doing something wrong, I'm not going to say <laughs> right away like, "Hey, you're doing yeah. that wrong." I'm more like, "All right. Well, how do you analyze this situation and then, you know, yeah. Like in exactly. your mind, what happened? What happened and what made you fail or what made you not perform mm-hmm. as well? It's always like looking behind the the your, what you think you did versus what is reality. That's really hard for some people to understand cuz I mean, sometimes I think I'm better at something than, uh, you know, I think, you know, I think mm-hmm. I'm better at this, you know, say, say like I, I play baseball or something. I don't, I don't play baseball. Not that baseball is a bad sport, but um, it's, say, <laughs> say, I think I could hit 10 home runs, right? I can hit mm-hmm. 10 home runs, right? I go in there, I say, all right, I'm going to hit 10 home runs, you know, just believe. Belief is powerful. No, don't get me wrong mm-hmm. when you can believe in yourself and it, it works, to a certain extent, but knowing what you did wrong, like, oh, maybe you're not standing right, like, you're not doing, you're not swinging the bat right, or, you know, like, there's so many things that you don't look at, because you're like, I just failed, I couldn't do it, you know? I always mm-hmm. try again, try, 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 try,
1: Absolutely. And then. Absolutely.
0: But then you always have to analyze, figure out what were you doing wrong. Yes. And it's hard when That's someone something. tells you. Yeah. It, it, it's easy to tell yourself, yeah, I'm doing this wrong. Um but it's hard to hear someone say that to you because it's scary. It's like, oh my God, they know my weaknesses.
1: <laughs> I agree, I definitely agree. I, I had to train my mind uh, myself to analyze situations like that. So if somebody you know, is angry for some reason, instead of getting emotional about it and being like, oh no, and feeling sad about it, I take a second, I stop, I analyze the situation. I say, okay, in my head, I'm like, what's going on? Like, Why do they feel this way? What can be done to help? Like, how do we fix this? So you go through a list of questions rather than being like, Oh my God, like, blah blah, blah you know what I mean? Like you, you have to think logically and mm-hmm. but still show empathy, but be logical yeah. because if you know, it, it, this is a good example, right? If a friend comes out to me and they were in an abusive relationship and they're so sad, there's a lot of people that would be like, Oh, or like they broke up. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, oh, maybe I'll get back together. Oh, blah, blah, blah. But like me, I'd be like, hey, you should be so happy you're out of this bad relationship because you're going to go in so many better directions in your life now. Like, look at it from a positive outlook. Don't just just tell somebody that it's going to be okay when you know for a fact, you know, you're lying to them. Because that's not okay. Lie. You should never lie to anybody. That's one thing that I'm a very firm believer of. Is be. I'm very brutally honest with people, um, in a kind way. <laughs> but I think that you know, once you lie about something, I feel like your reput- reputation goes down completely.
0: hmm Yeah. I don't know. I feel like people need to like we lose. I don't know. We we just like lose our minds, or you know, we don't stay composed. Like I don't. I don't. I'm I'm the most composed person you ever meet because I'm <laughs> I'm very calculated in that way. So like mm-hmm. if I think something's not like, you know, I don't like I don't think there's a the right way. I think there's many ways to do things. I always think that's an issue that I always happens. Like you got to do it this way. I'm like, "Nah, you can do it this way too or that way or this other <laughs> way." And people get mad, especially I mean, my especially my my dad, he he was always like that. Like, "You're doing this wrong, or... You don't know how to do no. that, you know? Hey, I feel, ya.
1: That's I feel you. That's not
0: how you do that. And then I'm like, okay, well, do it yourself. You know, you get all like offended and so Yeah. But then I started becoming so composed and I don't know. Now I, I just feel like it just irritates him. He's like, oh my God, why, how do you stay so calm in a stressful situation? Mm-hmm. And he's Control.
1: Always,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, there's a lot of things you can't control. And the only thing you control is yourself, how you react to exactly. the world it's all like that if you think of it that way you're like you know you're born, you know you come into the world, you're not really it's you know it's kind of you know uh, dealer's luck or whatever you want to call it it's it's it but you control how you react to things, so I always say you know absolutely whenever you react, you know think about what you're gonna say, you know try to keep composure don't don't just freak out, don't get startled, don't panic, you know. Don't get frustrated. Yeah. Um, and it happens. It'll happen to you, you know. And, you, and figuring out why, and it'll happen less and less, and you just get you get more in control of yourself, and that 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 is powerful. That is one of the most powerful things: being in control of yourself.
1: Absolutely, that those are some great words. I I agree with you completely.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's always it's it's a work. I mean, you know, <laughs> if 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 you told me like write a list of my failures, oh my gosh, that list would be like. I don't know, like 40,000 pages or something like it's
1: yeah. not, it's yeah, not... I mean, everybody has failures though. I, God, I failed so many times with so many things, but that didn't stop me. I just got right back up because, you know, if you want to be successful, you're going to have to fail. If you, if you don't fail, then you're not successful because you haven't learned anything. And if you just like jump into something and you think that you're super successful, like, do you really have all the knowledge and, you know, the lessons learned and yeah i don't know
0: (laughs) yeah and that perfection thing like i don't like it's 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 not it's not hard to like you know be like really good at something or be the best at something it's it's staying at the top or being the best all the time you know always improving that's what i always say because you're not gonna you know once you think you've done it all you did you haven't done it at all. It's it's just that kind of mentality, like, hey, I need to do more. I need to learn more. I need to. It, it's there's never an end. It's a journey. Life's a journey. It's not. It's not. It's not. You know. It's hard to tell people it's not goals. I mean, there's always, like, everyone has goals, but you know, it's a journey. Enjoy life. You know, there's there's a lot of things to do. Too many places to go. Too many places to see. Changing your yeah. environment, your environment changing is such an important thing. Like if you can, mm-hmm. you know, being comfortable in certain situations not all the time. I mean, you always have to be working on something. I feel like um, some people go crazy with that. I'm like, you're obsessed. Like you need, to, <laughs> you, you need to relax. Like thirty days straight, nah. That's not, <laughs> you know, um,
1: yeah, that's not that's not too healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't recommend doing that. Yeah.
0: I would have been like, Kayla, you need to relax, you know, you know, let's go watch a Disney movie,
1: chill out. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh man. I would love to do that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's always like that. And I I don't know what it is about obsession for, I mean, I I feel like a lot of people have that kind of mentality. Um, And we, you can get obsessed with good habits and bad habits. That's, That's like always an interesting aspect, like that you can be obsessed with, a good like something that benefits you like some people get really obsessed with working out um, mm-hmm. some people get obsessed yeah. with, with eating like I, I'm one of those people like oh you I mean I love food like don't get me wrong like it's, it's a wonderful thing it's a beautiful thing <laughs>
1: Yeah. Everybody loves food. I mean, yeah. hey, I <laughs> I understand. I love food. I love all food too. Like I would eat anything, and I don't care. Mix it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but it comes down to that, you know, control. You have to have discipline because if you don't, then that's where things can get a little tricky.
0: And how do you like in your mind? How do you build that discipline?
1: How do you build discipline? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I think. Building discipline takes a lot of control. Um, if you don't have control of yourself, then you're not going to have discipline. So here's an example, right? So in school, we're all we're all very structured. You have you know you have to be at school at a certain time. class starts at x you know x time of the day or whatever, and you have to hand in this assignment at this time. However, when you get out of school, college comes or if you go work, you know you can do whatever you want. And a lot of people, what happens is with food, for example, they go to college, they can eat whatever they want. They're not in their parents' house anymore. So they start eating crap because, yeah, it tastes good. It tastes great. But they're not looking at, you know, the long-term effects of it. So that's how discipline, I think discipline actually is more learned from your mistakes. But now that I, I think about it, that, yeah, that's exactly how discipline is learned. You screw up. You realize that you don't want to go that route again, and then you just Train yourself to not do that, and to, to try to make better decisions and better choices.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that makes that makes sense because yeah, it's always different. Yeah. You know, dis—I feel like discipline. Some people say isn't like naturally there; it's always been there. You just never used it. Um, other mm-hmm. people say you have to build it. Of course, that's—I I think that's more of a philosophy I take because it's always interesting seeing you know. Someone who comes from no discipline becoming the most disciplined people. I mean,
1: yeah, it's, it's right? weird,
0: it's strange, you know. Like you know, exactly. And it's like, how do you build that? Is that something that, you, like, or, or did you learn all that? Like, like, how did you learn how to do certain <laughs> activities that you know, take so yeah. much concentration and.
1: Oh, it's like that, um, that video. I don't know if you've seen it before, but it's this, this little video of this dog and they put like donuts or something on his head and that they do like all different types of food. And the dog has so much discipline. They make him wait for like a minute and then they're like, okay, you can eat it now. But I, <laughs> I don't, see that's funny to me that dog has so much discipline but
0: (laughs) yeah my dogs have no discipline because no you know i I have a treat in my hand or something snatched it you know i didn't i wasn't gonna give it to them yet and i'm like oh my gosh you know well i'm also like kind of too kind to them i'm more so yeah yeah, you you can have whatever you want you know and uh, and then they're like oh when i'm gonna have another treat now uh you know it's (laughs) it's interesting so yeah
1: uh I grew up um, on a farm, actually, so I had lots of animals around me, um, and then I actually, at uh, my dad's house, we have a big, big, big dog, a 175-pound American bulldog named Ooh. Beef. What?
0: <laughs> yeah, he, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah.
1: He's huge. He looks like, imagine a bodybuilder pit bull. That's what he looks like.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: he's a big boy. So, I like, ugh. We it's funny we have to be so disciplined with them, um because they are so big you know they can snatch food right off your plate on the table so.
0: <laughs> wow that's but, that, that's just huge! Oh my gosh! I, yeah, a hundred hundred? Are you sure? A, that's a lot. <laughs> Oh my yeah, god. it
1: was funny because his name was Beef when when he was a puppy. It was really cute because we were like, oh, he's so cute! Like, look at this little dog named Beef. That's funny. And then he actually grew into a cow, and we're like, oh my god, okay. Gosh,
0: yeah. that's like what, yeah. that's like twenty times my dog. My dogs are Jack Russells, so they're, they're, oh, so cute. They're they're but one of them is really uh, feisty. You know, he likes. <laughs> you know, he thinks he could take on the world. That's what I always yeah. say. Yeah he looks at like Small,
1: little man syndrome
0: yeah yeah yeah. like he looks up at bigger dogs and he's like I me take you i can beat you or whatever you know it's and i'm like oh my gosh don't do that don't do that no no <laughs> my my other dog is more like oh, whatever like yeah, he likes chill to chill out, out yeah, yeah he's very chill and he's just like okay what are we doing this isn't fun oh. you know he just looks around <laughs> and he, yeah it's funny because you know he always looks lost and i'm looking at him like where are you going we're going this way <laughs> But it,
1: it, <laughs> that is funny. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. No, but um. hey, I really appreciate you calling me and, you know, having me on your show. And I think that this was a great opportunity. And I really hope that, you know, people will listen to this and share it with people and you, you'll grow um, as for your brand. And, you know, hopefully my followers can listen to this and learn something new from it.
0: Yes, and I always like having interesting, because you're, you're, you're uh, I don't know, a fascist, fascinating Elsa. I don't know how to say it. <laughs>
1: um, oh, thank you. That's really sweet of you.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this was uh, this a really good talk. I've never... It was a little different from a lot of, you know, other talks I've had, but... Really? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, it's always different, because, I mean, like, all my guests are pretty much all different. I mean, I have... Yeah. So I yeah. wanna to talk to a psychologist, I could talk to a psychologist. So, and it's about all the psychology or, you know topics yeah. I'm interested in, you know. Or or you know, whatever, fitness related if it's fitness.